If I lead you to the water, would you drink from it? I ain't the greatest, but I think I'm on the brink of it. Come to think of it, no one does it better. When it comes to the BS, I'm Helen Keller. I don't see it, I don't hear it. Can't even be near it. Make the money disappear so we can make a reappearance. Thank you all for tuning in. You know I only spit the truth when I shoot the shit. Uh. Good morning, good evening, good uh, 12. Oh, that's Eastern Time Zone. 7 12. Whenever you're listening, wherever you're listening, we appreciate you. You're listening to Shooting the Shit Podcast. I'm Tarpot. I'm Skiv. And yeah, we don't have Smelly this week. I, I don't know what he's doing. Maybe being a little bitch. We we haven't figured it out yet. But uh, Shooting the is exactly how it sounds like. We will be talking about who knows what. All tangents are accepted. Nay, welcomed. Everything is on the table and nothing is off limits this week we're not going to shout out backwoodman you know why skiv why is that boy because we got him in here today he's an up-and-coming artist most listened to soundcloud rapper uh out of jimmy g's neighborhood guy who got bounced out of the playoffs he's hit numerous buzzer beaters for the fifth grade viking feeder team if you think you did something he's already been there he's already done that it's goody backwoodman personal friend of ours what's up baby thank you so much for that introduction it's wonderful to be here. How are we doing, boys? Good to have you on, dude. I'm fantastic. I'm excited that you're here, and I think I think we're going to have some good convos, so I'm looking forward to it. So uh, before we get started, Goody, tell the people about yourself. Well, all righty. Um, for those who don't know who I am, my, uh, I am the artist known as Backwoodman, uh, also known by my government name as Zach Goodman. Uh, I'm... A, I was a former resident of uh, Palatine, Illinois, which is where I went to Fremd High School and a couple other schools in that area where I, where I got to meet these few fellows here. And uh, eventually I, uh, I ended up going to Baylor, graduated with a uh, degree in mechanical engineering from there, and uh, since then have migrated to the greater Houston area, specifically the Woodlands. Um, and that is where I preside now, where I am a basically an electrical engineer. Okay, so jumping right into it, I want to know what the atmosphere was like in Waco. Is that the right pronunciation? Waco, Texas? That is, yeah, some call it Waco. During March Madness last year. Let's hear the rundown. So it's funny you mentioned that. I, uh, so what we did, uh, I, was, I was in a fraternity at, at Baylor uh, specifically. I was, we had a little watch party. And so basically what happened was we had probably like 300 people at this thing. And I mean, dude, after the first five minutes, you know, like we were up 15, the, the place was erupting. Like there, every single person and their mother was cheering out of their minds. Like, I mean, granted, some drinks were involved as well. So, you know, everybody's losing their shit. After the game is over, you know, champagne being being poured, like everybody is just off the rocker. Meanwhile, like in the in the hubbub of all this happening, people are climbing onto the roof of the house that we're at and couches are being brought out of the house. Everything's being lit on fire. At one point, the uh, I, I had run. So as soon as the game ended, everybody ran to Scruffs or Scruffy Murphy's, which is a which is a local bar, a little local watering hole in Waco. 
Uh, it's actually been around since the 80s. My mom went there. Um, so that's pretty cool. But anyways, line was too long. So I ran back to the house. And uh, on my way there, I, I, I basically caught a ride with a bunch of people that were just it was like eight dudes just carrying one couch and they were they had one mission and it was to carry it over to 10th street and light it on fire and the uh <laughs> the fire department like let it all happen they were just making sure nobody no casualties occurred i wish i got to experience anything like that at iu but iu's been such a dog shit program forever that we haven't gotten to do anything like that except for uh the game that we beat uh penn state last year at home when it was COVID season, so like no one could go to the game. But then afterwards, uh, everyone literally just came running out of their houses and whatnot, and there were couches being burned, and that was probably that was actually I use Super Bowl in football all time ever. I love how like as humanity, our instant reaction to anything good that happens is to just burn our furniture like what the fuck is wrong <laughs> with us it's it's just like it's dude that's the beauty about sports is that it's just it's bigger than every like it's just big it's it's bigger than everything it's bigger than life like if your team wins like you realize all your material possessions you don't need them get rid of them burn them fuck it <laughs> like that's just that's the mindset of a of a true diehard fan i love seeing like the things on Twitter where it's like things or some things and then another text blob of sports <laughs> and it's literally just like like an example was a big black dude with a text blurb over him saying some things and then a little white chick that said sports and I thought it was I think those are the funniest shit ever because some things are bigger than sports. Yeah, we didn't really get any uh, big celebration like that. Our biggest championships when I was in school were women's hockey and women's hockey. So we were repeat <laughs> champs once, twice, but like, I mean, I don't think there's the same level of celebration for that, unfortunately, as as March Madness. That's pretty fucking awesome. Is is that is that are we talking dynasty here? Yeah, some people are saying it. We're not sure though. But yeah, I'm hearing whispers through the grapevine that that's a dynasty. I up mean, there. Wisconsin has some of the biggest folks ever, so I don't know how they wouldn't have the best hockey team every year, specifically women's hockey team. Yeah, they send like a bunch of people to the Olympics every time they have them, which is pretty cool. But it's also like hockey's such a northern thing that it's like we almost have to be good because it's like there's only like so many teams that even play. It's like someone's got to be good you know <laughs> yeah i uh not to rub it in your face um a little bit more just with baylor's greatness but i would argue obviously like winning the the tournament in basketball like that's that's the pinnacle of of that's of that particular you know part of the sport but i would argue i had a way more like a way better time uh after the sugar bowl win because I was I was in New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl. And let me tell you, Patty O'Brien's and and all those other the crazy corner, those places treated me right that night. I also placed a huge wager on Baylor. So that was, I mean, I had myself a time and you know, it was totally worth getting COVID and having to use PTO. <laughs> 
I can say for our whole show, including Smelly, um, we are an anti-COVID show, as I hope a lot of the listeners are. We are anti-COVID. We hope no one gets COVID ever. But in that case, it probably was worth it. Yeah. It, listen, I'm totally with you, anti-COVID, but totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, we know that us firsthand, and a lot of the listeners also know, that you are a SoundCloud rapper. Now, some say that being a SoundCloud rapper really isn't like all that. It kind of stinks. It's a waste of time, waste of life. But we are a pro backwoodman show. Like we enjoy your music. If you had to say like the toughest thing about making music, whether it's writing or making the beats or whatever, what do you think it is? It, well, here's the thing. It's a trick question for the lyrics because obviously if you make a good enough beat, you could say whatever the fuck you want. I mean, the, the case in point for that is Playboy Cardi, whoever listens to him. But um, I, the lyrics are easily the hardest part. Like, I, sit, I love making beats. Like, the, like, sitting down and just experimenting with all the little different sounds that come with my, uh, with my program that I use, like, it, that's, that's the best part. And especially, like, if you, if you just find something really cool and then you just build off of it, like, that's, that's the fun part for me. Like, the lyrics is, like, a little bit more work. But when that comes together, it's when the whole thing comes together, it's awesome. Do you typically base the lyrics off of stuff that actually happened to you? Or is it kind of just like you do some deep digging and make some stuff up? So I would say for the most part, it's it's I'm completely keeping it real. Like everything that I say is is true. Um, I might like slightly embellish like that's but that's part of, you know, it's, it's kind of part of the game. But um, I will admit, like, in, the, in some of my earlier, like, SoundCloud shit, like, you know, the stuff that I made junior year of college, like, I'm sure I said some stuff on there that just was not true. But, like, you know, that's, I was just fucking around, you know what I mean? It was just something I, I wanted to work on and wanted to complete. It was just a little side project for me um, during the COVID time. So, I don't know. It was... The reason I ask is because in our little intro clip it says that you only spit the truth when you shoot the shit so i just wanted to make sure that you were being honest with the viewers you know <laughs> i hey listen you're keeping me in check i appreciate it yeah but i that's that's facts as they say on the street like that is that was a yeah that's that's the truth i only i only speak the truth when i shoot the shit all right, so we're going to move into our draft this week. And since we have Back Woodman on, we're going to do the Back Woodman special for this week's draft. And we're going to have a music-themed draft. Um, so everyone get your draft cards ready. You know, Get your big draft board out. Um, the constituents this week, we're going to have five total picks. Um, three of those are going to be songs. One of them is going to be an album. And one is going to be an artist. So five total picks. Uh, as usual, we can do a snake draft just to kind of do things the way it normally goes. And uh, since you're the guest this week, Back Woodman, if you want to kick us off, go for it. I'm not, I'm not a panderer, so I'm not gonna. I, there might be picks on here that I mention that you know people may may or may not agree with, and they might be like, "Dude, that's like your favorite," or like whatever. These are songs that like mean something to me, songs that maybe shape me to, into who I am. 
And so with the number one <laughs> overall pick of this draft, I will be taking the song Forever by Drake, Lil Wayne, Kanye, and Eminem. Now, just well, first of all, thoughts. Shout out Mrs. Han. We had a uh, we had a research paper freshman year of high school. We had to write up our like thoughts on a song, and we also had to reference the lyrics. Um, and, and at the end, we had to copy and paste the lyrics to the back of it or whatnot. And uh, I wrote about that song. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, um, to Kyle, that's how you make a number one pick right there. You know what you're going for. You take you take the right answer. So I, I very much approve. I love it. I like the direction you're headed in. Thank you. So just to, sorry, like I wanted to see what you guys thought because it's the number one pick. It's a lot of pressure. So I wanted to see what your thoughts were first. But just to jump back into why I picked it, it was on like if we go back in time in my life, like that was the first rap song that I ever heard where I was like, holy shit. This is awesome. I want to listen to this song on repeat for like weeks on end. And I knew every I knew every lyric. I knew everybody's part. Like I was I was the kid who I was sitting on fucking YouTube with the lyrics video or whatever. And I'm learning the lyrics like and, and you know what I mean? I'm you know, shout out to Kyle Ingram who got me into that. But um, but yeah, that that's a reason for it. it also. I mean, it covers a lot of bases in, in, in terms of hip-hop at the time like it has probably arguably the like biggest four rappers at the time you could maybe say jay-z is is also in that conversation at that time um but yeah that's the pick number one forever that's a that's probably the best number one pick we've had on the show ever i think that's the most relatable not relatable well yeah the pick is the most relatable everyone knows the song everyone's heard of the song Everyone knows at least 50% of the lyrics. And if you don't, you had an awful childhood. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'll go with pick number two. Um, so it seems like we're doing the song first round thing. And I don't want to have a bad roster, so I'm going to follow suit. Um, and I'm going to take with the first round, second overall pick, Levels by Avicii. And the reason for that is when I think of a party song or just something that makes me want to just get something done, I'm like, give me levels, give me a Vici. I'm going to have a good ass time and I'm going to get whatever I need to get done, done. That song just it does it for me. I don't know what it is. That's a shout out to Vici, RIP. Um, that's also a very good song for football highlights back in our day. What was that? Senior year, junior year of high school? Throw that on your huddle. Yeah. <laughs> I had one of those. I know. <laughs> we might have to dust out some of those tapes and put it in the, the YouTube bro, vid this week. Bro, my, my huddle tape is some of the most, like, mediocre, like, Wes Welker-ish tape you've ever seen. Like, I had one touchdown, I think, my entire career. I, like, especially when I moved to corner senior year, dude, those highlights are brutal. Like <laughs> sidebar now that we got to football. Um Goody Goody played quarterback freshman year and we were playing Palatine, I wanna say. And I don't even remember what the play it, we were down by six, I wanna say, and I don't remember what the play call was that came into the huddle. 
but I had no idea what uh, I played wide receiver that game, and I had no idea what the fuck the play was because I was like, I'm never gonna play wide out. I'm never gonna need to know this shit. Like, I I just play tight end at best, right? And then um, so they lined me up out wide, and I looked at Goody and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing, and you were like. No, sorry, this was in the huddle. I was like, I have no idea what the route you want me to run is. What do you want me to run? A post? He's like, just run a hitch. You're not getting the ball anyways. I'm like, all right, thank God. So <laughs> we set the ball. I run I run my eight yards, and I look back, and all of a sudden the ball's right on me, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this thing. So I catch it, and clock's winding down. And I turn around and start running up the sideline-ish, and I can't get out of bounds for some reason. So I pitched it out of bounds right in front of Hawksetter and and stopped the clock. He was like, that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Don't ever do that again. And that's why I retired from football. It was probably better for both of you that you made that decision. But why why don't people do that more often? Why don't you pitch it out of bounds to stop the clock if you can't get out of bounds? I does it stop the clock? It stopped the clock on that play. I remember that because I don't think you can just, I don't think you can willingly just throw it out of bounds. I'm pretty sure it was a penalty. I, there was no penalty. Well, the one thing that makes me question that is that this year OBJ caught a ball and purposely ran out of bounds like backwards and that that. made the clock continue to run. So I'm thinking if a, a ball also purposely goes out of bounds backwards, then that could be the clock continues to run as well. well then what yeah. about what about a fumble that goes out of bounds? Not a like an intentional lateral. I guess I yeah, don't know. The yeah, well I don't enough. got I don't the know. fucking book in front of me, but I don't know. <laughs> maybe I don't I don't remember the play exactly. I do remember pitching it out of bounds and the clock stopping vividly. Uh first downs, those get stopped clock in high school. In in oh, high school, yeah. In college, the the clock stops until the ball is set, and they blow the whistle or like the ref winds. You know, right? But do you remember in high school or no? You don't know. I think it's the same. I think it's the same thing. Maybe that's what it was. Who knows? But I just remember that vividly, and that was the last catch I ever had as a receiver. I'm glad Avicii makes you think about that, <laughs> dude. Going back to Avicii because we have to pay homage to this man. Um, I think levels like I think that song might be the number one female requested song like at any function like play levels like play Vici like it's every time and like it it just gets the people going bangs every time no complaints for me yeah I don't disagree with that I like the pick uh you guys took two of the better songs so I'm just gonna hold out my draft pick for the songs and we'll put them at the bottom, or we'll take them in the fourth or fifth or third round whenever they get taken. My album that I'm going to draft is Strange Clouds by B.O.B. I was a big fan, huge fan of B.O.B. in high school, and I still listen to his shit now. But on that album, you had Strange Clouds, you had So Good, you had Play For Keeps, which I know every word to. Um, all, honestly, every song on that album bangs. Uh, arenas, Circles, all of these are so good, dude. And it's just... My favorite album, I think, as a whole. So I, growing up, never listened to rap music until I was in, like, eighth grade, I want to say. 
And I don't know if that was before the B.O.B. era, but I feel like I kind of missed out on all of that. So maybe I'm just like in the dark here. So I'm going to have to like go back and re-listen because it's pathetic. But I honestly don't know how many songs on this album I could like name off the top of my head and like jam to because I knew it that well. well. To be fair, to be fair, there's only there's only two real popular songs on that album. And it was so good and uh, Strange Clouds itself. And then everything else was kind of like, eh got some hype not not much though was uh we st- like still in this bitch is that was that song on that <laughs> no that, that was also a banger that was is that a that's banger. a fucking i i remember vividly freshman year sitting in study hall for first period every every day I, that song yeah that yeah that was sorry not to like take pics or any i'm not trying to take pics i assume nobody was gonna take that but i uh, yeah Sorry about that. I didn't mean to give a pick away, but some crazy shit happened in study hall, by the way. I know that's a tangent and I know we don't need to go there, but like, I think everyone had the same experience in that. It, it'd yeah, be funny. Is, All right, we'll, is, we'll, front page news. We won't go with Zim. We'll go with, uh, who do we not like? Mrs. Hod. Robert Philippew. <laughs> uh, Robert Philippew. Right, we'll say Robert Philippew. Go ahead. So I might fuck up some of the minor details, but basically the gist of it is, uh, so Eli Gypsyako, this kid, he had, he had ways of controlling the projector so that he could just turn it on whenever he wanted. Like he could just turn it on. So we're sitting in study hall, you know, like this unnamed profile, Robert Philippuke, he's, he's sitting, <laughs> he's sitting at the desk just like on the computer as he is every day, all of a sudden Eli flips that projector on <laughs> and all of a sudden we're, he's, he's just scrolling. Uh, I believe it was like uh hottest, like NFL QB wives and it, like, or like in bikinis and shit. Like, and he was just like perusing that, like just kind of getting a kick out of it. Real casual. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, nsfw stuff that was on the screen and the one thing that i really find funny about that is that era the kids that could do that to the projector i swear they were all android kids because they had like some app on their phone that made that possible and i think around the same time is when the whole like apple effective power thing was going on so it was kind of like the current debate between apple and android at that time was I can shut someone's phone off or I can display my, my teacher looking at chicks in bikinis. So it was like, that was like the debate before the debate. That was when Android was trying to somehow get a foothold in the, in the mobile device market. <laughs> I don't know how we got here, but we did. Um, so shout out Robert Philippuke for looking at NSFW things in front of kids, in front of, Kids under 17 years old at the time. We were 14. We we're freshmen. Oh, dude, we were fresh. <laughs> let's clear let's let's clear his name before he comes on here and gets butthurt about it. It was not actually Robert Philippuke, in case you didn't know. Not Robert Philippuke. This, this person will remain unnamed. But for the case for the case, Philly looked at girls in front of little boys. That's basically what happened. Okay, so that was, just to bring us back, that was on a tangent where you were talking about this album. So going back to that album, like, favorite B.O.B. songs, 
B.O.B. had a weird little stretch there where he was like, he did, you know, obviously that that little joint with uh, uh, Bruno Mars. And then he did uh, the thing with uh, River River Cuomo or whatever his name was. Uh, and uh, and then he he kind of did this and it was he, he had a nice little run there. He now that I'm looking at his stats, his uh, mo- three most played songs on Spotify are Airplanes. Nothing on you and magic and headbands with two chains. Yeah, airplanes is a classic. That's a great one. <clears throat> but uh, for time purposes, I don't know if we should get to five rounds. I think we should do three at most. All right, so we each have, or so we so just cut it down to one song and and like we could do two, two. Right. But I'm looking at the time. Two songs. Okay, yeah. I say I say we do four total picks, but just like. Little less discussion for each one, so we can get through them all. <laughs> because yeah, we're we're talking it. about shit that's so unrelated to anything that's going on. It's totally all right. It's fine. But it's I fun. love it. I love it. I'm I'm a writer. <laughs> um. All right. Then my my artist is Billy Carrington. Favorite artist. I'm a big country guy. That's actually really the only music I listen to anymore. Um. Billy Carrington's my favorite country artist. Got bangers. I've I was debating between Bob's album and his album that came out in 2015, Summer Forever, but Billy Carrington is the potential goat of the uh, country industry. Uh, I I know Skiv gave a thumbs down when you dropped that pick in there. I don't I don't think Skiv's a big country guy, but just as somebody who appreciates country music, a uh, three-year visitor of Country Thunder up in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin uh, with the crew. Um, I've seen Billy Currington. He makes amazing music, and I think he's honestly a super slept-on country artist. So I'm I'm happy that you're giving him the shine that that I think he deserves as well. I know we said no no more tangents, but I have to go on one real quick. Um, I actually, Billy Currington's been my favorite uh, artist in general since, like, sophomore year of high school billy carrington came to country thunder freshman year of or going into freshman year of college and the saturday before country thunder was all the grad parties and stuff we went to steve's grad party and i blacked out in less than 30 minutes and i came home still hammered and i got grounded and my parents wouldn't let me go to a point where my dad said fine i'll let you go but I have to, you cannot stay the night and you have to drive every time you, every night you go. But I was not going to let that stop me from missing out on Billy Carrington. So shout out Billy Carrington, shout out Steve and shout out Country Thunder. See, the thing for me with Billy Carrington is he kind of toes the line of like country pop. So I actually like, I can tolerate it because I, I personally am not the biggest country fan, but when you kind of like get in that middle area, then it's like, okay, I can kind of vibe with this. So I, I actually appreciate the pick. I know I gave a thumbs down. It was an overreaction. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go with my second pick now. And I'm not going to go with a artist. I'm actually going to go with my album here. Um, and I'm going to take Love is Rage 2 by Lil Uzi Vert. Um, this album kind of dropped when we were freshmen, I want to say in college and there were just a lot of songs on this that like kind of like defined like those first two years of college for me i know like me and my roommates we loved 
uh, The Way Life Goes. That song always hit for us. So I think there's a lot of songs on there, you know, 20 Minutes, a lot of stuff like that, Neon Guts. Like, there's there's just a lot of good ones on there. And I think I think that album really, like, defines what, like, party life as a freshman was kind of like. You know, everyone's just, like, starting to learn how to do things. And there's a lot of stuff in there that's, like, good workout music, too. So it kind of, like, was – it just did everything I needed it to do for me. So I enjoyed that album. That was a good album. <laughs> Dude, just, to, just to quickly talk about that album, that – uh that um unfazed dark queen two uh four four wait isn't four 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 two 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 on there as well yeah um, it is yeah that's on there the uh what you said 20 minutes the yep. way life is with the with the uh landslide by oh wonder sample shout out to that fucking group that's that's a if you just listen to that like that's a banger too um but yeah that's I completely I, I like that pick a lot. That definitely defined my freshman year. <laughs> yeah, I right right there with you. I enjoy it a lot. All right, so I'm I'm torn with what I need to because some of my picks like overlap, like in it, like as in you know I have I could go with one artist and then do a song by the, a different art like another artist that I had on my list or you know uh, this is tough. While he's thinking about that. Uh, we have to shout out. We're gonna go ahead and shout out our uh, sponsor, or one one of our partners for the episode, Soulmate Customs. They make great hoodies. Uh, I bought one for Melissa. Um, she loves it. Basically, they're hoodies that if you send them a picture, they'll engrave or not engrave, embroid like a little outline of the picture of you two together and. Great gift for Valentine's Day. They're running a promotion for 20%. If you use our promo code STSPODYT in the purchase section, you'll get an extra 10% off. So, yeah, I've decided I'm going to go with my artist here, and it's Kendrick Lamar. Um, he's the arguably the goat of, of rap, hip-hop. Um, you know, arguments can be made for others, but I think if you just listen to his discography... He never fucking misses, even with that, like, I mean, just to go through it, like, you know, good kid section, section 80, good kid, mad city, like fucking, uh, why am I blanking? Uh, damn, I damn, uh, even his like untitled album that he dropped. Tracks, oh my fucking God, dude. The, like he, he's, I can, I can confidently say he's my favorite, like lyrical rapper, like by far. Like he, he just like puts sentences and metaphors together and his songs always have a deeper meaning when you like do some actual research and, and look into them, which I appreciate. Like, that's just like, uh, it, it, it like, I mean, it's, it's just, it goes to show like he's putting all this effort into this, into this project because he wants you to like understand like what it is, you know what I mean? What, it, what he stands for and what it means. I, yeah, that's my pick. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. That's a solid pick. I feel like no one can really debate that it's, Probably, probably a shame that he slid to the end of the second round. But um, didn't he get nominated for a bunch of Great value. Uh, Grammys and said someone else was the GOAT? I don't remember that specifically. but uh, Oh, he said uh, Mozzie. He, shot, he shouted out Mozzie because uh, he had a quote. Uh, dudes, you know, it's funny. I was, I watched Mozzie on an episode of the cave with Kenny beats and he said, he talked all about it. And I just, I can't for the life of me remember, but 
he he did shout him out. They put the clip in there. It was awesome. But yeah, Kendrick Lamar. I agree. That's a very solid pick. Um, that also like the whole damn album was kind of around the same era as like the Love Is Rage thing and like all that music. That era was just so good in my opinion. I may be biased, but I think that that kind of that kind of era for rap specifically was maybe one of the peaks in my lifetimes. So I, I love the pick. No, I'm going to go with my album and I'm going to do Faces by Mac Miller. Um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with that, but he, I mean, the, he never released it um, anywhere besides SoundCloud until, you know, posthumously this year. Um, it is, I would argue, his best album. And I don't even think it can be debated. Like, obviously, there are some albums that just sound like each album has a different sound, but this was like e easily my favorite. Okay. And then with the second pick in the third round, I'm going to take another song and I'm going to go with My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. Um, this song always bangs for me. I don't know why, but there's just something about this song that just like gets me going. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, Tell me why the car is in the front yard. I just want to know. But like, seriously though, like the song just like, I don't know. It just gets me going, whether it's like workout or just like laying low, chilling with people. It's just, it's got the good vibes for any situation. And that's kind of what I look for in a good song. So that's why I'm going with it. I'm a writer. My, I'm going to take my song. My song is uh, without a doubt. I cannot skip over this one without drafting it. Um, it's going to be champions by, whole bunch of artists i don't even remember all the artists that were on it it was fucking kanye gucci uh big sean quavo travis scott yo Gotti. there's so many people on that album and you know i just feel like that that song is a great start to any pregame in my personal and professional opinion and then my next pick is going to be um kind of a like no one really knows this song i don't know if you guys even know who huey mac is uh, Take It All Back, that's just a song that came out a long time back, and I was looking through music that I wanted to shout out, and Huey Mac slept on artist, never got really big, um, but I enjoy listening to his music. So I just have to pick an artist now, um, and this is going to be a little change of pace from everything we've been going with, but I'm going to go with Quinn92 for my artist. I think he makes some really good songs, and it's kind of a change of pace, and I, I don't listen to it as much as I used to, but I thought when I was younger that shit was really good. True story. Every time I saw, every time I see Quinn ninety two, now that I know that's what his name is, I would always just say XC one one, or II whatever it is. Yeah, I I always did that for a while too, and then I like started following him on Twitter, and he was like roasting people for making that mistake. So I was like, okay, I won't do that. <laughs> All right. So for my final pick, final pick of the draft, right? Uh, so. I need a song. I can't not have the weekend on my board. I'm trying to decide which song. Um, honestly, it's it's tell your friends. It's tell your friends by the weekend because every time I'm getting ready for anything, I hop out of the shower. I I like connect my phone to the speaker and I play this song because it makes me feel more like i feel like jesus christ himself because i it just gives me the utmost confidence so i gotta go with it that's my i mean shout out to the weekend xo that's why i wear this fucking chain 
And yeah, got to put him on the board. All right. So that'll conclude the draft. I think all around our boards are looking pretty solid. So I'm going to be excited to see what you guys think about what we went with, but I don't think anyone should have any reason to be doubtful in their picks. So I'm excited for uh, the feedback from the fans. All right. So uh, now that we just finished up that draft, uh, we know a lot of people, a lot of the people, a lot of you guys really want to hear us talk more sports. So we're going to discuss a couple of sports questions that we got in. But before, before we get to those, Goody, why don't you tell everyone about uh, what your sports teams are? You know, grew up in the Chicagoland area. I've lived there for 18 years of my life. So I'm Cubs, Bulls, uh, Blackhawks, Bears, you know, even all the teams that give me pain. You know, all those. Fair. Fair is fair. I obviously also rep Baylor every day. All right. Um, so I guess Bulls-related question. Where, how far do you see the Bulls getting in the playoffs this season if you guys have watched any basketball yet? I think, personally, they get to the Eastern Conference Finals and them and the 76ers have just an absolute bloodbath, a seven-game series. Um, but I think, in the end, Joel Embiid is just too much for anyone on the Bulls to handle, and I think the Sixers go to the Finals and get absolutely wiped by the Warriors. See, I don't know as... Uh, as a basketball fan, I would call myself. I have been following basketball throughout the season, not watching too many games, but following it. And I think that of all the things that we've seen this year, uh, like there's a lot of parody in the NBA, that's for sure. The Nets are not the Nets that we thought they were. Like the Suns and the Warriors are probably the best two teams in the league, in my opinion. But I think the rest of the the rest of uh, the league is really pretty even. Any team can win an any series, any night. And I think the Bulls have a legit shot to go to the finals, but they also have a legit shot of getting bounced in the first round if they get an unlucky draw like Miami or something like that. I know Miami's on a schneid right now, but they'll get back Here, to it. Here's what I'll say about the Bulls. They kind of remind me of the Bengals this year just because I think everybody's kind of like counting them out. However, where it kind of differentiates between the sports is that in football, you can go on these runs, like because you're only playing one game against this team. When you have to go in a seven-game series, like the Bulls are not like super deep. That's kind of like they need to kind of build up their like the depth of their ops their roster um, to like su- the supporting cast, you know. Um, then once they do that, I think they're a championship caliber team because I love Billy Donovan. I've always like thought he was a great coach, and I love like this like underdog mentality that we have because like we truly like nobody expected us to be so that's what i'll say about kind of like on that football topic i would love to see the nfl switch to five game series in the playoffs but each game is only one quarter long (laughs) (laughs) that would be i feel like it would just be so fun (laughs) that would be awful you'd have to make it like You'd have to change up the rules of the game. Like it couldn't be four downs to get ten yards. It would have to be like four downs to get twenty or three downs to get ten. Like something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, I agree. There need to be something to speed the game up, but like something like that would just go crazy, in my opinion. God, could you imagine, bro? They just do seven on seven. <laughs> could you imagine a fucking Derrick Henry lead led team in a five game series? And there was no changes to the rules other than the one quarter thing. Titans would get the ball and then they would milk the clock. The rest of the, the same with the Colts. Well, that's the issue with like OT right now is like you can like 
you can milk the clock all the way down with running because it's a 10 minute quarter kick a field goal and give it back to them with like 20 seconds in theory and like that would just be their possession you're a shitty defense if you're getting run all over like that though that's true yeah all right goody anything you want to shout out before we get to episode two here we're splitting this episode into two parts uh so there's more content for the listeners uh well I uh, I have a very, very small discography that's uh, on my SoundCloud. If you look up Backwoodman, B-A-C-K space W-O-O-D-M-A-N, uh, you'll find me. Um, not a ton of songs on there right now, but um, there's something in the works. I'm hoping to drop something on my birthday, March 24th, so be on the lookout for something coming out then. Uh, you heard the man, March 24th. Um, that's when his... Next project is going to drop. As I said, there are going to be uh, numerous episodes this week. The next one's going to drop on Thursday, and we hope to do that going forward. Um, but for now, thank you so much for watching, listening, laughing, crying, whatever you're doing. We appreciate you. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, follow, share, all the above, none of the above. Anything you do really helps. We hope you guys enjoy the Lambo video. We hope you guys enjoy the TikToks that we've been dropping. Um at STS Pod YT on all socials. So from Skiv, myself, yeah, we'll 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 shout out Smelly and Smelly. Um, be a friend, tell a friend. Let's get to the weekend, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Shoot. Eight four seven. Those are the digits, and the two five four is where I pay my visits. H Town is where I went to catch the chips, and everywhere I go, they say I'm gifted. Having premonitions of a better way of living I've been sitting thinking, wondering Why do I never listen? I'd probably be ahead of this position But the one ahead of me should